from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And with the news for week commencing March 21, 2021, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. Monday night last, with WIA Vice President Lee Moyle VK3GK and WIA Board Member Scott Williams VK3KJ, were two members of the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee. Dale Hughes VK1DSH and Grant Willis VK5GR, all on YouTube, thanks to VK7HH, to help us understand the ACMA consultation paper and what it means for us. Kicking off the discussion was Scott Williams, WIA board member, VK3KJ. Good evening, everybody, and welcome uh, to obviously WIA members and uh, to the broader uh, amateur community. Uh, Let me just firstly acknowledge and say thank you to Hayden. Uh, Also, uh, let me just also say thank you to the broader uh, Spectrum Strategy Committee, which have been engaged with the WIA board um, to assist the WIA through this matter. And as Hayden said, um, it is a very serious matter and something that obviously we all need to consider. So tonight uh, we're going to try and unpack a little bit the uh, ACMA consultation paper. But obviously this is um, something new for the WIA to engage and communicate uh, in this way via this stream. And obviously there's a lot to consider, like I said, with the scope and the challenges presented by the ACMA consultation paper and, of course, the future of amateur radio service licensing. The aim of this was to provide a forum where the findings of the committee could be presented, also providing an opportunity for questions and answers to be exchanged with members and the wider amateur community. The WIA discussed the three options and why it's recommending the option it is. They also explained ways that the risk of ACMA's proposals could be mitigated to the benefit of both the amateur service and the regulator. It's still there on YouTube to view, And even if you did watch it live at the beginning of the week, it's worth another look. And yes, it still shows a lot of unnecessary comments scrolling by, by a few of the usual suspects, but all in all, your WIA, in the words of that classic radio TV advert for Meadow Lee, You ought to be, you ought to be, you ought to be congratulated. Now let's just run through who is on this WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee. Peter Young, VK3MV, the Regulatory Council, Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, Brian Miller, VK3MI, Noel Higgins, VK3NH, Grant Willis, VK5GR, Justin Giles Clark, VK7Tango Whiskey, and Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. VK1WIA. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. Well... Another issue of AR Magazine is at the printers. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Yep, the second issue for 2021 is scheduled to be delivered on or around the 25th of March. I'm going to have to stop doing this. So, in the tradition of when you're onto a good thing, stick to it, we have another themed issue. This time around, it's Flavours of Whisper, otherwise known as Weak Signal Propagation Reporter. We have an article for those who like the Arduino flavour and another for those who like raspberry, as in raspberry pie. Some would call Whisper the perfect marriage of computing and radio. Except that, in the Raspberry Project this issue, no rig is required. 
You'll have to pore over the issue to see what I mean. Look for the image of a shushing cherub on the front cover. Shh. Well, so much for the theme. Now for the steam. The main feature of this issue covers the controversial proposal put up by Auntie Acme. Let me spell it out. A-C-M-A Acme. Who, just in case you hadn't yet heard, earlier this month put out a consultation paper reviewing the regulatory arrangements for amateur stations. Much of the comment about ACME's proposal on social media and around the bands is shrouded in steam. Look for the courageous cover line, yes, Minister, at the head of the page, beginning ACMA. The WIA's Spectrum Strategy Committee collaborated to compose the main feature, which sets out the issues, threats and opportunities in plain language. Naturally, the occasion called for an appropriate illustration call it a courageous illustration. Quite right, Minister. AR's resident cartoonist, Carmel Morris, VK2CAR, has excelled herself. To soothe the reader's frazzled nerves from grappling with courageous issues, we've also served up some brain food in the shape of an article on practical communications at 30 terahertz. Yes, terahertz. That's a million megs. And another on how I gave up HF black box operations and took up with a white box on microwave. Black boxes and white boxes? Editor-in-chief, it's a filthy job, but somebody's got to do it. If I told you any more, that'd be giving away too much. This has been AR Magazine, Editor-in-Chief, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. The order appearing on the ballot paper by call sign VK4EA, VK3FN, VK2GPK, current WIA President, VK2TSG, VK8ZZ, current WIA Secretary, VK3FY, VK3KJ, a current WIA Board Member, and VK2DU. Members are asked to vote for a maximum of four nominees by striking out the names of nominees not voted for and returning their vote in the envelope provided before April 9. Now, three weeks ago, we heard from the first four, then last week, the last four on the ballot paper. Unfortunately, our president missed both broadcast deadlines, and as it would not be fair on the other seven candidates just to run Greg's as a standalone piece when, if it arrives, as far as audio go, that's it. BTW is the keyboard warriors type, but then wait. Next week, we will put all eight bios in the text edition. So those coupled with the bios in AR Magazine plus the seven I've seen to date on Trent Sampson's very well-moderated WI Election 21 Facebook group, should give a very good help in selecting which four to rule out. Speaking of Trent, VK4TS, let's pop over to the Sunshine Coast of VK4 for this article dealing with education. The education program at Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club took another turn on Saturday the 13th of March. Club accredited US volunteer examiners had the opportunity to hone their skills with a training day organised by Volunteer Examiners Australia, VEA. VEA President and WAA Board candidate Peter Dernickus travelled to the Sunshine Coast to help with the second Sunshine Coast USA exam session. <laughs> Those travel credits are certainly handy. With Peter in a supervisor role, Bill Main, VK4ZD, Diane Main, VK4DI, Peter Schrader, VK4EA, Greg Crode, VK4BXX, Spencer Ramers, VK4VF, and Greg Walker, VK4GJW, took turns in the various aspects of the US licensing process. 
Faraz, VK4FDB, who has recently, as last November, sat his foundation exam and since has sat and passed the advanced, had this to say about the USA exams. Fantastic example of ham self-examining and self-regulating. A much smoother, cheaper and efficient way of doing things. Let's hope we can emulate a VE system in VK in the near future. We finished the day off with the usual club barbecue where board candidates Peter Schrader and Peter Dernicus were added to the grilling and gave us an insight of their future vision for the WIA. Thank you so much to everyone who travelled to the Sunshine Coast to help and the result is that Skark will now have another two US examiners and able to conduct in-house USA exams in partnership with VEA. This has been Trent VK4TS on behalf of the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. Back to the news desk. Thanks, Trent. Now, down in Tasmania, Reist's next foundation training and all-licence assessment day falls next Saturday, March 27, and online exams boost UK ham radio numbers. The number of people passing UK foundation in 2020 was double that of 2019. This number of newcomers is a return to levels last seen in 2002. This is WIA National News and our three W's to remember. Wash your hands, wear a mask... And watch your distance. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Commencing this week's international news from IARU Region 1, Belgium to resume ham radio exams. If the evolution of the corona infections continue to proceed favourably, Belgium's communications regulator, BIPT, will resume amateur radio exams on the 26th of April. There are three licence exams in Belgium, and there's no need to take lower level exams. You could just sit the Class A exam and get the Harrick equivalent licence. The pass mark in all the multiple choice exams is 50%. Class A, Sept Harrick, 48 questions, 30 theory, 10 regulation, 8 procedures, time allowed is 90 minutes. Class B, Sept Novice, 38 questions, 20 theory, 10 regulations, 8 procedures, and the time allowed is 1 hour. Class C, the basic licence, 30 questions of which 12 are theory, 10 regulations, 8 procedures, and the time allowed is 60 minutes. France's National Frequency Agency, the ANFR, has taken action against a radio amateur who allegedly used threatening language on the air. ANFR used an EMF regulation as justification for seizing the equipment when they joined forces with the gendarmerie to stop the amateur radio operator, identified as Monsieur X, who was uttering insults and threats on the airwaves. ANFR agents discovered that Mr X had failed to declare his radio installation to the ANFR. This lack of declaration constitutes an infringement of the Electronic Postal and Communication Code, which may be punished by six months' imprisonment and a fine of €30,000. This surprising oversight immediately provided a legal basis which made it possible to seize Mr X's radio equipment without further delay. Germany's Amateur Radio Roundtable, known as the RTA, has asked communications regulator B. Netzer to introduce online exams. While UK and USA have had online exams for almost a year, they aren't yet widely available elsewhere. IRTS Annual General Meeting 
Due to the continuing and forecast COVID-19 pandemic restrictions in Ireland, their 2021 IRTS AGM will be held online on the Zoom platform on Saturday, April 24th at 11am. To IARU Region 2 in the USA, by the year's end, the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting will have a second multi-purpose hall and new entrance making the building wheelchair accessible. It's all a part of a renovation project made possible by a $225,000 grant the museum received from the estate of Elliot Block, who owned low-power TV, called, wait for it, WKRP-TV in Cincinnati. WKRP in Cincinnati. Now that's history in itself. The museum complex provided worldwide communications during the World War II era through to 1994 when the station stopped broadcasting after it was decommissioned. At its peak, the Voice of America station had six 200,000-watt transmitters and 24 high-directional antennas used to send broadcasts to Africa, Europe and South America. The museum includes collections and exhibits from the VOA Bethany Station, a radio STEM laboratory and the Westchester Amateur Radio Association's Ham Shack, where you'll learn how shortwave radio works. To IARU Region 3, Monster Dipole can deliver Monster Signal. Gary Zulu Lima 3, Sierra Victor in Nelson, New Zealand, has installed an enormous all-band dipole with each leg extending 320 metres. The antenna is multiple wavelengths on HF and on 20 metres it has a gain of more than 16 dB. A huge 12 to 1 ballon resembling a utility pole power step-down transformer converts the impedance from 50 ohms unbalanced to 600 ohms balanced. The wire he uses for each leg is aluminium wrapped, power line cable, 10 millimetre cable with wrap, and he uses power line fittings because they're designed to handle the wire. The line has a 60 ton braking strength. ZL3SV said he made the 600 ohm ladder line himself and he uses the antenna on all bands, typically running only 200 watts. The coaxial feed line goes down to his house down a slope from the antenna via a conduit. In India, popularity of ham radio is rising. The Bangalore Mirror newspaper reports all 41 candidates who did the amateur radio exam in January past. They were awarded their certificates on March 7. The Bengaluru-based Indian Institute of Hams, which conducts the amateur station operator certificate courses, said that results of the latest examination is testimony to the increasing popularity of ham radio in the city. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Tis the weekend of the WIA John Moyle Field Day, Saturday 22, 59 hours, Sunday 21. And yes, with the contest, with DX News you can trust, let's look at some more of the major and the WIA contest still to come this year. The CQ Worldwide SSB WPX Contest March 27-28. Harry Angel Sprint will be made the first 2021, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. The VK Shires June 12-13 in 2021. Winter VHF UHF Field Days, June 26-27. IARU UHF World Championship, July 10-11. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest. Next contest, July 17-2021.
and has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RITI or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 14, 15. Alara Contest. A combined phone and CW run over 24 hours starting on Saturday 28th of August at 0600 hours UTC, finishing Sunday 29th of August at 0559 hours UTC. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 2 to 0800 hours Sunday October 3. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 9 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 10. Spring VHF Future Field Days in November 27-28. DX Window This year is very special for the Hamradio family all over the world. Special activity will take place from Israel using the special call signs 4X73XX and 4Z73XX. The XX will be the last two letters of their private call sign. The activity commemorating 73 years of independence will start 0600 hours UTC, April 14, until Saturday, 22 hours UTC, April 17. Some of the operators will use the spiritual course line during the Holy Land contest that will be taking place in the same weekend. Vatican, HV. Look for HV0Alpha in the AWL International SSB DX contest, March 27-28. Republic of Korea. Special event station D90 Expo is QRV to October 17, promoting 2021 World Military Culture Expo that is taking place in the city of Jeyong in October. Croatia 9A A call to weed out from the bunch this year is 9A10FF. Members of the Croatian Flora Fauna ARC are QRV with special event call 9A10FF during all of 2021 to celebrate the club's 10th anniversary. Portugal CT CQ 750 RSI throughout 2021 commemorates the 750th anniversary of the birth of Elizabeth of Aragon, the Queen Consort of Portugal and patron saint of the city of Coimbra. To celebrate the 40th anniversary of the International Police Association Radio Club, IP ARC Switzerland, look for a special event station HB40 Police to be active until December 31st on 160 to 6 metres. Poland. Special event stations SN0ZOSP and SN100ZOSP are QRV until February 5, 2022 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Association of the Voluntary Fire Brigades of the Republic of Poland. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Intruder Watch, the Enforcement Zone, Radio Interference. Courthouse News Service reports that Germany's Federal Network Agency instituted a ban just last Friday week, the 13th, on the sale and use of a New Age water vitalizer device. Citing numerous reports, the device sold by Swiss company Wasimatrix AG was transmitting on frequencies allocated for ham radio use. Billed as a way to activate the body's self-healing powers... This 8,000 euro or 12,310 Aussie dollar device has been sold in Germany to more than 2,400 people. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole VK3GTV. 
Hello and welcome to the segment. First up, it's Adventure Groups, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Programs, Summits on the Air and other Adventure Groups. German Special Call Sign. Look for the special call sign DQ11WCA to be active until April 17 from different WCA, World Castle Award Program and Worldwide Flora and Fauna Areas. All QSOs will be confirmed automatically via the Bureau so you don't need to send your own card. The station also has a special reference number, DOKWCA11 from the German Amateur Radio Club DLD Award and of course gives you points for the WCA slash COTA Awards programs. Inside the summit-obsessed world of ham radio. On a grey afternoon last spring, Steve Galshut sat high atop Chief Mountain, an 11,700-foot peak along Colorado's front range. It was an arresting view and the perfect backdrop for a summit selfie. But instead of reaching for his smartphone, Steve was absorbed by another device, a portable transceiver. A very well-written and illustrated story appears in a publication called OutsideOnline.com. His head bent down and cocked to the side, he listened to a steady stream of staticky beeps. Da-da-di-da, da-di-di-di-dit. This is Scotty in Philadelphia, Gelshid said, translating the Morse code. Then, tapping at two silver paddles attached to the side of the radio, he sent his own message, first with some details about his location, then his call sign, WG0AT. Nearby sat Bob, K0NR, and Joyce, K0JJW. Together, they're part of a group called Summits on the Air, SOTA, an international radio version of High Pointing. Bob said he had a woman come up to him wondering what he was doing, and she pointed out, You know your cell phone works up here, don't you? They totally missed the whole thing. Bob and I call those bubble people, Joyce added with a smirk. Still on a mountaintop, this time in Iceland, first TF Sota mountain goat. Congratulations to Ernan, TF3EK, who has received the accolade of Sota mountain goat. This is the principal award in the Summits on the Air scheme and marks passing through 1,000 activator points. And harking back to our previous adventure group story, I wonder how many picked up on the great call sign of that Colorado ham, WG0AT. The printed version looks like the word WGOAT, sure a call with an incentive for the Summit's Mountain Goat Award. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, every pixel tells a story. tinyurl.com slash wia-news-videos. That link is a video version of this news compiled by VK5BD Bevan. Or just search YouTube for VK5BD and you'll find it. And don't forget to check out the WIA video presentation about the ACMA consultation. It's with WIA Vice President VK3GK Lee, and the link to YouTube is available in the text edition of this broadcast, plus you can see it when you check out WIA front page news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ballooning. Hot on the heels of the Horace 55 balloon launch from VK5 we told you about in last week's News You Can Trust, comes news that in the US state of Washington, a group of researchers gathered at the Reach Museum to launch a 7-foot-long trackable, solar-powered, weather-transmittable balloon. Members from the museum, 
A local non-profit Silas, S-I-L-A-S, Education and Spout Springs Repeater Association met on March 11th for the launch. There are multiple goals for this balloon, including learning about weather and geography-related information from all over the globe and seeing it circle the world 22 times. It catches the jet stream and sends us details about where it is in the world and what it's doing, a researcher said. We track this information and learn about weather, weather patterns, wind, radio waves and more. More ballooning news and Amateur Radio Victoria advised us that students from Hunting Tower College expect to launch a further two balloons this weekend, both using the VK3ZWI callsign. The Pico balloons being launched are a whisper tracker and balloon from Mount Waverley in Victoria, VK3ZWI-6, and an APRS tracker and balloon, VK3ZWI-5, from Western Australia. Check APRS.FI and search the balloon call signs to track their progress, or try the link in the text version of this news broadcast at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Aris Ham Station in Columbus Module is once again operational. Some six weeks after going silent following a spacewalk that installed new antenna cabling, the amateur radio on the International Space Station ham station in the Columbus module is once again operational. While the specific cause of the problem has not yet been determined, a March 13 spacewalk that restored the antenna cabling to its original configuration provided the cure. The day after, Aris was able to confirm the operation's success when APRS signals on 145.825 MHz were heard. With additional confirmation from stations, Aris has declared the radio system operational again. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Come in Australia, come in VK. NA048. Operators DJ, N4RRR, Jack, K4KSW, Terry, N4QBS and Jack, NN2T will be active as C6AHA from Bimini Island, USIFL05, between July 14 to 21st on 160 through to 10 metres using CW, SSB and FT8. They expect to possibly have five radios. The goal is to aim for Europe and Australia, for those who need them for the DXCC, and others that need the grid or island. DJ states, I know it's not a rare DX, but it is a rare island and grid. Great day expedition for us handy hams and a vacation for the wife with COVID restrictions going on. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Military. The Royal Air Force Air Cadets will conduct Exercise Blue Ham on the Ministry of Defence 5 MHz shared band over this weekend in the UK. RAFAC and other MOD cadet formations will be on the air over the period of operation using SSB and data modes. Although we can't have a QSO, we can listen here in VK on the 5 meg 60 meter band. For WIA National News, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Dutch inventor of the audio cassette tape dies aged 94. Rewind. With Rewind, I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. Lou Ottens, inventor of the cassette tape and a CD pioneer, has died aged 94 at his home in a village in the Netherlands. Ottens, who studied to be an engineer, started working for Phillips in 1952. Eight years after that, 
he became head of the firm's product development department. Within a year, he and his team had developed the first portable tape recorder, of which over a million were sold. Two years later, he revolutionised the reel-to-reel tape system by inventing the cassette tape. I got annoyed with the clunky, user-unfriendly reel-to-reel system. It's that simple. Ottens decided that the new carrier had to be small enough to fit into his jacket pocket, and he had a wooden model made to determine the ideal size. In 1963, the first plastic-encased cassette tape was presented at an electronics fair carrying the slogan, Smaller Than a Packet of Cigarettes. The tapes were quickly copied by the Japanese, but in different formats. Ottens managed to make a deal with Sony to use the mechanism presented by Philips to introduce a standard cassette, which was then rolled out globally. Over a hundred billion were sold worldwide. Ottens went on to develop the CD, which again became a Sony Philips standard and which sold over 200 billion. In 1986, Ottens retired, but he was often asked if he was proud of his inventions, which allowed millions to have access to music. I have no pride dial, Ottens said in an interview, stressing that both inventions were team efforts. His biggest regret was that Sony, not Philips, invented what he considered to be the ideal application for the cassette tape, the Walkman. That still hurts, he said. Dubious about the recent revival of the cassette tape, Otten said, nothing could beat the sound of a CD. And now, my time is up. Join me next time we rewind. I'm VK4FJRK, John Knox. Well, that takes us to the end of WIA News for another week. Social scene, this weekend, g'day to everybody at Ross for the Meet the Voice barbecue in VK7. Redfest happens April 10. Mayhem happens at the Wyung Racecourse, May 30. Serg Convention, Mount Gambier, June 12, 13. And November 14, Rosebud Radio Fest. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.